Mrs. Stanton sighed, stroking her younger son's damp forehead. I'm very grateful. You've come so often. There aren't many doctors who... Poof, poof, said little Dr. Armstrong briskly, taking Will's wrist between finger and thumb. They're all old friends. He was a very, very sick boy for a while. Going to be limp for a long time, too. Even youngsters don't bounce back from this kind of thing very fast. I'll be back, Alice. But anyway, bed for at least another week and no school for a month after that. Can you send him away somewhere? What about that cousin of yours in Wales, who took Mary at Easter? Yes, he could go there. I'm sure he could. It's nice in October, too. And the sea air. I'll write to them. Will moved his head on the pillow, muttering, but did not wake. Part One The Golden Harp the oldest hills. He remembered Mary had said, They all speak Welsh most of the time, even Aunt Jen. Oh dear, said Will. Don't worry, his sister said. Sooner or later they switch to English if they see you're there. Just remember to be patient. And they'll be extra kind because of your having been ill. At least they were to me after my mumps. So now Will stood patiently alone on the windy grey platform of the small station of Towin, in a thin drizzle of October rain, waiting while two men in the navy blue railway uniform argued earnestly in Welsh. One of them was small and wizened, gnome-like. The other had a soft, squashy look, like a man made of dough. The gnome caught sight of Will. Bess him board, he said. Uh, excuse me, Will said. My uncle said he'd meet me off the train in the station yard, but there's no one outside. Could you tell me if there's anywhere else he might have meant? The gnome shook his head. Who's your uncle, then? inquired the soft-faced man. Mr. Evans from Brim Creek, Cloyd Farm, Will said. The gnome chuckled gently. David Evans will be a bit late, Boybach. You have a nice dreamer for an uncle. David Evans will be late with the last trump sounds. You just wait a while. On holiday, is it? Bright, dark eyes peered inquisitively into his face. Sort of. I've had hepatitis. The doctor said I had to come away to convalesce. Ah, the man nodded his head sagely. You look a bit peaky, yes. Come to the right place, though. The air on this coast is very relaxing, they say. Very relaxing. Even at this time of year. A clattering roar came suddenly from beyond the ticket office and through the barrier Will saw a mud-streaked Land Rover drive into the yard. But the figure that came bounding out of it was not that of the small, neat farmer he vaguely remembered. It was a wiry, gangling young man, jerkily thrusting out his hand. Will, is it? Hello. Dar sent me to meet you. I'm Rhys. How do you do? Will knew he had two grown-up Welsh cousins, old as his oldest brothers, but he had never set eyes on either of them. Fries scooped up his suitcase as if it had been a matchbox. This all you have? Let's be off then. He nodded to the railwayman. Sidachi! Yaundioch, said the gnome. Cradog Pritchard was asking for you or your father round about this morning. Something about dogs. A pity you haven't seen me at all today, Priest said. The gnome grinned. He took Will's ticket. Get yourself healthy now, young man. Thank you, Will said. Perched up in the front of the Land Rover, 
he peered out at the little grey town as the windscreen wipers tried in vain, twitch creak, twitch creak, to banish the fine misty rain from the glass. Deserted shops lined the little street, and a few bent figures in raincoats scurried by. He saw a church, a small hotel, more neat houses. Then the road was widening, and they were out between trim hedges, with open fields beyond and green hills rising against the sky. A grey sky, featureless with mist. Rhys seemed shy. He drove with no attempt at talking, though the engine made so much noise that conversation would have been hard in any case. Past gaggles of silent cottages they drove, the boards that announced vacancy or bed and breakfast swinging forlornly now that most of the holiday visitors were gone. Rhys turned the car inland, towards the mountains, and almost at once Will had a strange new feeling of enclosure, almost of menace. The little road was narrow here, like a tunnel.